Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Coffee Cast with Cation and Rubin, powered by Behind the Racket, the podcast dedicated to looking at the top issues facing tennis and getting to know the players facing them. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. The Coffee Cast can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. Special thanks to our sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. And now... Well, this was supposed to be a podcast that was released last week, but because Noah went back to New York and I had all these travel issues driving to and from Knoxville to Champaign, unfortunately, this is a podcast that is one week late, but you do have myself, you do have Noah. and It is and my Noah, fault, though. This is, this, let me just say, this is really weird because, um, so I'm in Champaign, um, you're in... I don't know where your new place is. <laughs> it's in Rockville Center, New York, okay. Long Island. Okay, that's cool that people are going to stalk you there. Um, but anyways, um, so what's weird about this is that you are in, for the first time in your life, like your own place. Yes. I, however, am currently at my mother's house. And so while you're turning into a grown man, I'm like Benjamin Buttoning. Um, and I've, I've gone back and, yeah, I'm, I mean, this is, this is just a weird situation for the two of us. Right, um, and we share an Amazon account, and those diapers that you ordered are in back order, so you're going to have to wait another week for those. Okay, but they are for, for adults, and that's the important thing. <laughs> that's the important. <laughs> I'm going to be like the astronaut lady from a few years ago and just start driving across the country and never stop. <laughs> but I do have to say it was my fault. I am in a new place. I didn't have Wi-Fi to send you everything that was needed. Um, a lot going on, but yeah, we're happy to get this one out. Towards the end of the year, it's going to be a different change of pace you know looking forward to 2020 and and looking back at 2019 but i think you know we're both in a pretty good place right now excited for what's to come right yeah i absolutely am i'm really looking forward to having an off season myself um mm. of, a, of a couple of weeks but let's take a look at the last couple of weeks because there, there's been a lot that happened uh number one michael moe um, winning his Knoxville title after what happened in Charlottesville. I know our podcast with um, Taro Daniel came out after 
all of that happened, but we recorded it before the racket toss and, and everything. Um, for him to bounce back and have that kind of a week winning a title after injuring somebody and the way he talked about it afterwards, it, it, in, in ways it's inspiring um, at the same time. I mean, it was just more than anything, just a human moment. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of emotions that go into something like that. Um, whether you agree or disagree that he should be playing that week, you know, that's kind of irrelevant. You know, I feel like he he felt like he had a second life. You know, that's what it yes. was. He died in this video game, and somebody's hmm. like, here's another 50 cents. And he got the ability to just kind of pray, uh, play freely, which, honestly, he probably hasn't had that opportunity this whole year. Um, you know, some of the issues with the racket toss, there's going to be a lot of dispute, um, especially if the wild card comes into his hands. But again, I mean, he went past something. He's obviously extremely um, regrettable of, of his actions and, um, you know, a lot of remorse. But, uh, you know, that, that's that's for another day. That's a conversation another time. It's It's still remarkable to come back from something like that. And, you know, obviously I hope everybody in the situation, you know, the, the line judge is okay. And, but, uh, yeah, definitely something you don't see in sport every day, especially in tennis. The USTA's wild card will go to Marcos Giron if he needs it. One of our last guests here on the podcast, winning the uh, Houston Challenger, the Oracle Challenger down in Houston in dramatic fashion from 6-1 down in a third set tiebreak against the worst server in the history of mankind, Ivo Karlovic. <laughs> I mean... That is, that is truly remarkable that he was able to come back from 6-1 down in that third set tiebreak. I, I guess Evo missing a couple of easy volleys, I believe at 6-3 and 6-4. Yeah, uh, you know, it happens to the best of us, and, and to see Evo still playing that kind of tennis is, is insane. Um, but Marcos, again, I, I've said we said on the podcast with him, I knew it was only a matter of time before he got some momentum like he has now into start and end the year with the title and the way he has done it, it's great, you know, and he's, he's a great person. So I, I love it for him and I want to see him continue this momentum. And, you know, you want to see how his first basically top hundred appearance feels mm -hmm. and how yeah. he works with it and how he progresses. There's a lot of emotion that comes with it. And, you know, asking a few people, um, the pressures are still there, you know, it doesn't yeah. let up. So hopefully he can continue the momentum, but it, it's great to see him around that. So again, he probably won't need the wild card, which will then go to second place, Michael Mo, which I'm sure there's uh, more than a few people that would be talking about this on Twitter. Also winning and in third place in the wild card challenge, JJ Wolf picking up his second title in Champagne. Now this is uh, three finals on the year for JJ. All three have come indoors. Um, and not listen, a bad indoor tennis player. It's, it's not a bad indoor tennis player. I, I said it during the broadcast today. I think the big question for him next year will A, be his health, and B, all right, you've done very well indoors. Can you do it on an outdoor, maybe even a slower surface? Um, how, do, how do you handle that? You know, it's funny. It's You talk about how players can you know, build a ranking upon a specific surface. But indoors is one of the few that's very, very difficult. There are just not enough tournaments to play to get that ranking based off an indoor yes. tournament. You know, you say clay, you say hard, even grass, you can manage to build a ranking. But indoor is a very difficult situation. I mean, it's incredible that he's had this consistency indoors. We want to see if that can continue to some really great outdoor play. But, you know, that adds... A different level of tennis but you know him he has some time to grow and mature um but he hits the shit out of the ball sometimes and mm -hmm. it's pretty incredible 
Did you see his uh, his shirt in his trophy presentation? I did not actually. All right, let me see. I, I have it here, and unfortunately, I should have pulled it up ahead of time. Um, you're familiar with the uh, the White Claw, right? The drink. Yes, he wore a shirt that, and I can't quite read it. Ain't no laws about White Claws or something along those lines. Hmm. I don't uh, have a comment on this. Besides, yeah. that has got to be one of the frattiest moves of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because right now he's not he doesn't have a sponsor, a clothing sponsor, as he's working towards the off season, and I know his his agent um, is going to be working on that for him for the off season. But why not throw a White Claw shirt in? I mean, if you get a sponsorship with White Claw, the only issue is he is 20 years old. Uh, so there, yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I didn't even think about that. You're not even legal, but, and actually I really like JJ Wolf, but too. if there is, you know, it's not one of the first adjectives I would throw at him, but you know, let's say number five or six is he's a little fratty. He's got that fratty edge to yeah. him. And, and this, he has this white girl basic shirt, as people would say, white claw, that is hysterical. And I'm sure it's, um, will be put up on social media. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. But that's just that's just facts, though. That's just him. Uh, it's true. That's just it's him true. <laughs> knowing his place. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he played really, really well through the week. Um, another guy who had a, a very good week as well, uh, one of our recent guests, Martin Redlicky, uh, into this first quarter final of the year. And I think he had some really big mental moments. I was really happy for him as well, reached the finals. And Christopher Eubanks, another one of our recent podcast guests, winning the doubles title. His girlfriend from Chicago made the trip down, um, so he was able to enjoy the, the whole week in Champaign. I know that wasn't exactly where he wanted to be at the end of the year, but uh, you know, it's where oh, I nice want to be. Nice way to finish. It yeah, is. Anytime bad. you get to finish with a trophy, it's, it's, it's not the Take worst. Take it. <laughs> we, you don't get too many of them. The offseason is upon us, um, and obviously a lot of people are going to be taking some vacations. Um, I, I happen to be one of them. One of the places you could go is Barbados. Uh, you know, if you can find, if find a little flight down to Barbados for cheap, uh, they've got some, they've got some sand, they've got some liquor and uh, a little King and a little <laughs> King. <laughs> uh, but Darian King was our guest. We talked to him uh, towards the end of the week in, in Knoxville, uh, and true to form for Darian King, he showed up late. We are joined here today, um, by the pride and joy of Barbados, at least as far as I can tell. Yeah, Darian we... <laughs> King, it is, uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to, to like, actually have you grace us with your presence uh, because it, it is hard to get in touch with you and actually have you show up on time. Um, yeah, um, you know, busy guy. Um, you know, uh, are you? You're, you're, there's you no way. For me, I'm trying to prepare the body, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Last, last tournament coming up, trying to finish strong out oh. here. Oh but God! I mean, yeah, still enjoying it out here. Still Those are, enjoying the sport. That's different than the text I got from you, Darian. <laughs> <laughs> also, again, back that's to right. Mike's statement. There, yeah, we don't know if people like you in Barbados. Like, I, I have to find this out. You post a lot uh, of pictures, me, but I don't know. For me, for me, Mr. Rubin, you know, um, I'm that guy out there trying to put the put a name out there. You know what I mean? For for the sport, <laughs> the discipline is is not big. So I'm that guy out here every day waking up trying to put you know what i mean grinding against guys like you you know what i mean <laughs> three hour matches and stuff 
I feel so, like you've just increased the accent to just like <laughs> make it even more Barbados. Yeah, but uh, when I'm speaking to Noah, this is how it goes. This is how it goes. He's, this, this he is not this Caribbean with anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, this is what, what's really an honor is you guys are the last ever Stockton Open doubles champions. Wow. Um, you will have that big. title for, for the rest of your yeah, life. Don't sleep on that. Um, <laughs> don't sleep on that, guys. I'm very happy about that title with Noah Rubin. Seriously, that was, that was honestly, all kidding aside, that was one of the most unlikely titles I've ever seen in, in my six-plus years. You two beating, what was it, Radawatana? Yes. Yeah. I can't remember the, the, the other name. Uh, Runcat. Runcat. And, yeah, and Christopher Runcat. Great guys. But, and yeah, I didn't hit a volley. With Noah, yeah. Obviously, playing with Noah, it, 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 I feel easy out there. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I just feel like money out there when I'm playing with Noah. <laughs> it makes it so easy for me, no pressure. I give him all the add, add points, the juice points, so he, he, he comes out big. <laughs> I, I, need, I need that part. He, he puts me on the back, and I'm just out there, you know what I mean, waving at everyone in the crowd. I just, I make, working I make Darian feel at home. That's really what it is. It's, it's just me, <laughs> you know, he feels very comfortable with the Jewish people as well. It's just always <laughs> been that way. <laughs> but on a serious on a way. serious note, okay, I've never been you before. Yet. Okay. How why, crazy is why that? Why are you so difficult for people to play against? How to I be honest, I would like you to tell me that secret. Because <laughs> to me, I think that I'm very bad out there. <laughs> uh, but from you now telling me this, that, dude, you're a very tough opponent to play against. I feel like, you know what I mean, like, I, I'm gaining something from this conversation that I, I would like you now to tell me my strengths and that kind of stuff so that I can improve, <laughs> you know what I mean, off-season, that, you know what I mean, I can come out stronger for 2020. You don't so please enlighten me. You don't miss a fucking ball. You <laughs> ha so how does it happen? There, every once in a while, every once in a while, a ball hits a curtain on a fly, okay? That's fine. Every <laughs> once in a while, it's random. But after that, it doesn't matter... You are not feeling good right now. I know that. I know you're not. But you're still uh -huh. playing Darien King tennis. And it's incredible. It does not matter the situation, the temperature. It doesn't matter if you took a flight to Australia and you get there with 12 hours to spare. You're playing Darien King tennis. How just, do you do it? I just think, to be honest, I just think the positives is that I, I am enjoying myself. I don't know about you, but you, you know when you put that pressure on you, you don't, you don't feel the same person out there. You start to, you know what I mean, look all around, you're not focused, and then all of a sudden you're down set and you're like, yeah, it's time to pack the, bi the bikes, guys. It's time the suitcases are ready to get on this flight, and you are also. What's also interesting about this is your brother Evan. Um, oh, my guy's showing up. Yeah, <laughs> your brother Evan, who's not actually your brother, but is kind of your brother, is here <laughs> as well. It, 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 we've, we've joked about it before, but it, it's like, Kind of like this way of life of enjoying things out there, but I've yeah, also yeah watching watching Evan also. I, I think I don't know if you've been watching on, on the live screen and stuff. <laughs> it's been it's it's been very fun to watch the dude now play. Huh? He's out there enjoying himself and stuff. I'm trying to be like that. I'd like my role model right now is Evan King. Right. Well, now. actually, he has He's I mean what have I what tough. I've seen he has not so been enjoying too often. Come. But um, oh, he's enjoying it too often. <laughs> what is but at the same time. <laughs> Yes, we're gonna we're gonna take it to a but, serious note, which is tough for for Darren King to take that smile off your yeah, face. Yeah, but yeah, I oh thank you, but um yeah, I would I would really like to know my strengths and stuff, Mr. Rubin. Again, like, I, I think what you know, can I take 
I think Tatian can can talk about this as well. It, again, it does not matter the situation. You're out there making tennis balls, putting people in true, uncomfortable true, situations. True. Mike? True. I mean, yeah. Does it does it does it come easy when you do have to track things down as much as you do well behind the baseline? Is the the real question for me? Uh, I guess it's, it's how I wake up on the morning. <laughs> nah, just joking. Um, <laughs> you wake up in the afternoon. That's the joke. <laughs> that yeah, basically. <laughs> I've been told too much times that, I mean, I don't move, I'm lazy, like, I need to get the footwear and stuff going. But for me, I'm out there trying my butt off, moving my feet to me. I don't know if I'm moving in slow motion to you guys, but for me, I'm, I'm out there, like, waking up, trying to grind, trying to just, you know what I mean, just to put my best foot forward, competing against you guys. You I also, mean, you also dude. have insane hands. There are a lot of times you're very, very late to balls. But your hands make up for it, and you're just gifted by that. Yeah, I play doubles with you. You're at the service line. You're on your heels. You're actually, your toes are lifted in the air. I can get footage of that. But you have you hit somehow a volley winner cross court, and I love it. But that's I why. Get, yeah, I guess my anticipation helps me out a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I think it, it does help me. But I mean, I I I think for me. For 2020, I need to engage with you guys some more, trying to get some oh good Lord. practices and stuff for you guys, you know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? Engage some more with, with the tennis. Yeah, with this crowd, man. I I mean, I think God. I miss it a bit. I miss it a bit. Okay, let's uh, let's take it to a little more yeah. of a serious note here. Okay, <laughs> okay. so we see Stop. the smile. Darren smiles all the time. But as I know, I interviewed Always. you for Behind the Racket. It hasn't been all smiles. So in a Very sport... True. That one knocks you down a lot, and obviously, um, with your mom passing, you've had some really serious issues take place. How do you do it day to day? How? What is your safe place? Is it people on tour? I, what What gets you to where you are now? I think, yeah, definitely. I think the people that I'm surrounded by uh, is is big for me because I just as you as you can see, you can easily get down like losing matches and stuff. And obviously, I think for like my brother and stuff, obviously helps me out like. Yeah, just keep pushing, like you know what I mean. Like, this is a, is a dream for me. Like, I'm from Barbados. It's not a big sport. I'm out here competing with you guys, and I mean, for me, it's I'm just happy. And this what I mean, my mom and stuff is looking at, and my dad, and I mean, I'm just enjoying it now. I they always tell me never forget like what you what you're doing it for. You you're enjoying it, and I mean, just just put your best foot forward, compete as hard as you can, and let God take care of the rest of it. So I mean. I'm still enjoying it. I mean, as I, as I told you, the people that I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by definitely is, is a big part of my, in my life, my career right now. One of the reasons we did want to talk to you is you, you do come from such a small country um, where funding is always an yes, issue. Yes, How yes. have you been able to do that financially when, when you don't have the, a USTA backing you? You know, Barbados is incredibly small, and I'm assuming the financial support has been small at times too. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, like, like some cases, in some cases, like the U.S. Open and stuff, for me qualifying that year was like those. Those are like kind of a changing point to show guys in Barbados that, I mean, I'm out here doing it. I'm out here battling with these guys, and you can put some some backing behind this guy. This guy is out here training as hard as he can. He's trying to enjoy it. It's a, it's it's life, and for, for me, yeah, for me, I'm trying to. Results, not trying to put as much pressure and stuff on myself, but results obviously talks a big game in Barbados. If I'm doing well, obviously they're going to jump on you and be like, hey, yeah, uh, 
this guy is, is showing some talent, he's showing some stuff. But, I mean, to get this, that's for, for me, while I'm finishing the sport, is to try to get the sport out there. They, like, anyone, like, you put your foot, you put your mind to it, anyone can achieve whatever goals you have set. And, I mean, go after your goals. And hopefully, I, I'm hoping that when I'm finished, I put a big, I can be a role model for all the youngsters and stuff in Barbados that whatever they do, they put their mind to, they can come out successful. It also helps to uh, check out your local Lacoste boutique where you will see a Darien King in full attire, which can't hurt. That can't hurt. I mean, again, a, a small country like Barbados, here you have... It comes with that. It comes with that. I guess the results and stuff comes with no, that. No, but it's cool. Nah. I'm sure it's cool for some of these young kids Definitely. looking at you wearing Lacoste. I Definitely. mean, do I think you deserve it? I don't know. Yeah, it's such a, I, I don't know. That's very true. Very... very <laughs> But, uh, yeah, very unique brand, very nice brand. Obviously, in Barbados, it's, it's a very big brand. So, I mean, I, they're looking at me like, yo, this dude's sponsored by Lacoste and sponsored by Nike and Adidas, which is, this is all we know in Barbados, kind of. We don't know about, as you're going to bring up behind the rack, if you don't know about that stuff, oh, you don't know You're going to know about it. You're going to know about it. I can't wait for, the, for, for the, I can't wait for it. Um, yeah, so... They're seeing that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're having ideas. You, I can do this stuff. So that's my goal out here right now is to push, push these, young, these youngsters that they can achieve anything. How, how have you done that uh, other than just results? I mean, have you had the opportunity to do a bunch of clinics and outreach within definitely, Barbados? Definitely. When I get a chance home, I try it even with the youngsters that are trying to turn pro. Like, I try to go out there, hit with them. To be honest, I want to tell you, you – you guys this i think clinics and stuff is the hardest thing being a coach and stuff like trying to raise guys that the sun out there in barbados and stuff just as a joke is ridiculous i tried it once and i was the most tired guy on earth so you guys putting up with that stuff i think is um, unbelievable but back to the point um yeah <laughs> i mean um yeah it's crazy like just the youngsters and stuff. It's just for me to go out there. Like every time I come back home, I try to hit with them. I try to teach them a couple of stuff. I try to give back to the foundations and stuff that we are trying to build now in Barbados. Seeing Davis Cup now is a big part. We're in Group One. I don't know how, but we're in Group One, competing with some big countries: Ecuador, Colombia. We played against Brazil. We just played against. So. I mean, this is some good signs, to be honest, for the sport, for the discipline. So I hope that we can just continue and the youngsters keep watching and stuff. And, yeah, it keeps progressing. Um, end of the year. End of the year. And, and unfortunately, let me just preface this by saying, um, because we were on Barbados time, we only have like two more minutes before I have <laughs> to hop back on a tennis channel, which really stinks, um, for, for just because I want to do more of this interview. But... Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm I know. Enjoying it. I'm enjoying I know it, too. That's it the problem. I did not know how funny it was. I would do this every day. Yes, but the problem is we, you show up 20 minutes late, and like then we... Yeah, yeah, anyway. island if any, yeah, yeah if anybody's right. listening to this It's very different than Noah Rubin is like a half hour early for everything. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this from Barbados, I need a Barbados clock yeah, yeah. Very so I can just run on their time so I have an understanding. I'm you right now. Even the other ATP players, definitely the other players, pumped to listen to this podcast. But let me just ask this. It's end of year. You know just as well, and you, you've experienced it firsthand last week. I mean, emotions are oh, uh, a different level. How crazy, are yeah. you, how have you changed in terms of keeping that good 
mindset and just positivity, smiling. And even last week, I, obviously, you were in, on court for what happened with Michael Mo. But yeah. you seemed like you, you were in a much better place now than you were, say, four or five years ago. How has that yeah, improved? Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, it's just, I mean, just having fun. I mean, for me, like before even the time when I won the ATP Challenger, the three in a row and stuff, I was just, to me, I was still putting a lot of pressure on myself. And for me, I don't think that's, that's not when I play my best tennis. So for me, just enjoying myself and having fun on court, engaging the crowd, engaging whoever is, I mean, make sure like even my brother know that I'm out here having fun. He knows that I can produce some good tennis when I'm out here like enjoying it. So I think that's a big deal for me. I mean, hopefully going into next year and stuff. End of the year now, I mean, time to wrap it up. So I'm just happy that it's the end of the year because it's been a long year, guys. So um, now, time to wrap it up. I'm very excited and can't wait. Can we come down and, and record a podcast in Barbados, please? Oh, that would be great. That'd oh, be great. yes. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be pumped. I'll be ready. Stoked all the time. Anything to do with Noah Rubin. <laughs> I'm always involved. Oh, you're going to be repping that behind the racket shirt and hat in Barbados soon. Don't you worry. Oh, I can't wait. I'll put a Lacoste yeah, on I can't it. wait. Profi- <laughs> profile picture. <laughs> Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Darren King, always one of the more interesting guys to uh, get to chat with. Uh, I wish I could have his spirit, his enjoyment of life. Um, I, you know, I, I listen. You're Jewish. I don't think you're allowed to have that kind of spirit and happiness of life. I think that's part of the the commitment. Is that part right? of the faith? Yeah. yeah. You know, we've gone through enough <laughs> in in our years that there's always going to be a little cynic behind everything. But we put a smile on. I guess for the Barbados people, you know, obviously I can't speak out because I'm sure they've dealt with things, but. Seeing Darian's overall happiness, like he's yeah. a six-year-old, like playing with bubbles, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and you know exactly what I mean because you do. have one. <laughs> and that's going to be part of my off-season. I'm also taking, a, a, a for the first time in several years, just a vacation on my own. I'm, I'm going to the Bahamas. So, uh, you know, we've already seen everybody on Instagram already just posting these incredible photos from their, their getaways with they ended the season a little bit early. Where are you headed? What's going to be your vacation destination for the off-season? Yeah, I mean, I took my vacation um, right before the U.S. Open, which actually was extremely useful despite getting hurt right after those few tournaments. But I I was playing well. So right now, since having the new place, I'm going to enjoy it. Jamie's coming home, which is going to be great. She gets to see the new place, put her two cents in where I messed up and can improve Mm. upon. And thanks and just just enjoy Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, I think for a lot of players, since we really don't, get that much time which i was fortunate enough despite the injury to have that time to build a foundation for 2020 i think players are trying to get their minds straight you know get all of the angst and overwhelming feelings from 2019 out of their system to build anew and it it takes some time it really does again a lot of players rush it because we don't have that much time um, to relax and then we have to start preseason and training so you know I think it's very important to have this relaxation see family see friends you know do things you wouldn't normally do during the year because 2020 comes so quickly 
And a lot of players. I mean, I've spoken to players early February of 2019. They're like, is this still 2018? Mm. I can swear (laughs) that I didn't have some time off. So, you know, a lot of players need to take a little bit more time off, even if it's just an extra five days to a week. Do it because that is going to set you up for, you know, a great next year. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now making sure all the things I can take care of and are set in place, you know, are just ready to go so I can hit the ground running. We will have new podcasts throughout the off season, quote unquote, off season. Um, Beginning next week, we will just continue and try to do them. We might miss one because of the various holidays. Um, I I don't know when you will be celebrating. I also don't know when you're going to be traveling towards the end of the year. I, I don't have to leave till Uh, January 10th, but we will probably miss one around the holidays. Outside of that, we're going to keep doing the podcast because we kind of like doing it for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we both like the sound of our own voices. I like the sound of your voice and I don't, I don't, that's such a misconception. I don't like the sound of my own voice. I hate it. I hate listening. I do not. Also, we have enough things to complain about and talk about. So that's why, I mean, you guys don't have to listen. It'd be really nice if you did, but we're going to still talk. That's it. It is a shame, and that's why I don't have many friends, but (laughs) that's why I have a podcast. (laughs) The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoRuben33 and at MikeCTennis. We want to hear your opinions and stories behind the racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday, and don't forget to leave us ratings on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you behind the racket on the Coffee Cast with Cation and Ruben.